so Rob, I hear you sold all your worldly possessions. Is that is that like is that an accurate assessment of what's happened in the last couple of weeks? Uh, a small subset of them. Oh, all right. Uh, all right. What? Do, what <laughs> certainly not all of them. You just sold the coasters, is what I, I think they are. They coasters, or are they? They're these round plastic things. That oh, come on now, you're being mean. <laughs> I sold. <laughs> I sold. Yes, I sold all of my Blu-ray. Well, mine and Jess's. Um, both of our Blu-ray collection. All right, and you had a lot, I know, right? Uh, yeah, I had. I probably had twenty or thirty, mostly superhero movies, MCU stuff like that, oh, okay. and Jess had maybe a hundred oh, wow. uh, animated, uh, so Disney, Pixar, that kind of stuff. Mm. Um, and we we wanted to watch Thor the other day, the 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 uh, Thor Ragnarok, the the latest one. Right. And we we're like, oh, it's it's on iTunes, but you know, I was probably going to buy the Blu-ray, and then. We just kind of ended up having this discussion about do we really need to just buy the Blu-rays because you know you, for whatever reason we were buying them like you kind of get better extras with some of them and yep. it's nice to have a physical thing and then we were just like no, forget it so we just sold the whole lot in one go. Oh wow! Did you would you send them to like a secondhand store or on eBay or what? No, we um we took them down to the I think I've probably mentioned it before the the secondhand game shop that I used to work oh, at. Yeah. Um, you know, they sell games and DVDs, Blu-rays, that kind of stuff. So I took them down there and, and sold them to uh, to the guy that runs it. Mm-hmm. Did you get some games in exchange or store credit or what did you do? No, we got cash mm-hmm. and we converted all of it to iTunes credit. Oh, nice. So now you're going straight. So did you rip the movies first? You don't have to answer. No, I didn't. <laughs> I can't. Well, I would have had to buy a Blu-ray drive of some kind yes, and uh, for 120 movies that, that might be much. a good investment though <laughs> uh yeah but it's a lot of effort and and where do they live i, I couldn't be bothered yeah. with well, it well it's a, um yeah, I, you'd have to then you'd find yourself buying a, a nas <laughs> yeah you you there's a slippery slope into plex and home <laughs> home media servers and all sorts of things that i have i have dabbled around the edges at and yes you could find yourself spending 3x uh what it would cost just to download them from itunes yeah, like I've got a Plex server which has got, um, you know, a, f- a few bits that I've ripped off DV- off um, a lot of British TV shows that I that I used to have the DVDs for mm-hmm. um, that I'd ripped years ago. Um, you know, stuff that it's not available in HD and stuff. You know, Blackadder and Forty Towers, that kind of stuff. That's not available in HD. So I've still got a bunch of that kind of stuff um, on the Plex server, but I really couldn't be bothered to rip all those movies. I just thought, no, let's just get rid of them. Get as much cash as we can, convert it to iTunes credit, and we'll just buy movies when we want them. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of how I operate. I mean, I I actually have never owned a Blu-ray player, um, and I just kind of got to that point where I had DVDs. They're taking up a lot of space in the house, and some of them are still around. And I I, I should probably just take them somewhere too, but they're probably not worth anything at all. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, yeah, I never got a Blu-ray player. And then part of it was, like, I heard about those awful menu systems, you know, that aren't they, like, Java-based or something? Uh, yeah, I think some of them are. And Yeah, it's, um, it, it, it kind of gets pretty bad. Like, I don't have a Blu-ray player, per se. I, I've got an Xbox One. I've got a PS4 um right i think i guess the ps3 as well will play blu-rays um 
and all of those are kind of fine, but like the Xbox One's pretty just just janky as a system in general. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the and the remote is is kind of crappy. That you know, I've got the official Xbox remote for the the Blu-ray playback and stuff. And like the other day, I put a Blu-ray in, and oh, this was a few weeks ago now. It's like, oh, you need to update the Blu-ray app to play this Blu-ray. I was like, oh, for God's sake, like. It's just so much hassle, and then of course you've got all the adverts and all of the other kind of crap that right. comes along with it. Yeah, that's that's kind of why I didn't do it. Plus, I'm not a big extras person, which I know that that owning Blu-rays, the main one of the main arguments for it is having the extras. Yeah, I mean that that's certainly you know one of the main reasons. I mean, obviously the quality is better. I mean, I know they're streaming in in 4K or at least HD from iTunes, but. Even it, obviously it's compressed because it's streaming, so you right. are getting slightly better quality. But um, you know, we we just kind of got fed up as well. I mean, and this is exactly what they want. Like Thor was available on iTunes, but the Blu-ray didn't come out for another two weeks after that. Right. Um, you know, we kind of sat there like, well, we might as well just get it on iTunes. Like we we barely ever we, we'd end up got to the point where we weren't even watching the Blu-rays, um, just because it was so much hassle to watch them because of the Xbox and stuff like that. Yeah, do you, so are you buying movies from iTunes or are you renting them? Uh yeah, we're buying. Um we we spent like the we the the first day we spent about 100 pound I think. Um just picking up a bunch of bundles that were um were on sale like they had a Thor bundle which had all three movies. Um we picked up all six Spider-Man movies for like 25 pound or something i think i think um, uh wonder woman's on sale right now they're doing like a you know uh, a special this week i think if you don't have that one uh not in the uk that's uh, the us uh, the, right. the deals are different between different uh regions but I, I got um i think the day we got the credit atomic blonde was like six pound or something oh, wow. so we picked that up um which you know is a movie that i've seen um which i really like so yeah we're kind of just you know, we're not going to replace all of them at once because a lot of them are Disney movies and those are really expensive. Yeah. Um, and very rarely... When they go on sale, we will spend a lot of money. Right. Like, you know, we will buy a bunch of them. Um, but I downloaded an app, I think it's called, like, Movie Charts or something, which tells you all the movies and bundles that have gone on sale that day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we're just keeping an eye on that. It's I'm, I'm talking as if iTunes Digital is, like, you know... A, a brand new thing. <laughs> I'm pretty late to this party. Um, you know, we, we'd bought stuff in the past on iTunes, like, but but for the most part, we were quite happy just watching TV. Um, right. You know, on Netflix, Amazon Prime, that kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, so we had a few movies hanging around on our iTunes account anyway. But we're kind of just all in on it now. Like, it's it's too much hassle to just oh, should we get the Blu-ray or should we oh, should we see if it's on iTunes or. or see if it's on netflix like we'll still check those but if it's stuff we know we're going to watch loads of times we're just going to buy it now yeah no that makes sense I, i'm not a big re-watcher of movies so i i rent more than i buy i i have found myself buying once in a while where it's a really big movie that i really like and I, i'm sure i mean even if i only watch it a couple of times more it's usually worth it um and then the other i guess sub circumstance where i might buy would be the similar one to the, that you've found yourself in with uh, Thor, which is, you know, they're always available to buy on iTunes a good two or three weeks before they're available to rent. So I've done that a few times. Yeah, I it's, you know, it, it sounds really silly. Like, you know, it's been quite a while we've been buying Blu-rays and stuff. And um, I mean, it's, it's it uh, opened up a big space on our shelves and we got rid of them. Oh. Um, 
Well, that's... But, you know, it, it's just kind of nice to, like, you know, we I kind of maybe get the TV app a little bit more now. Yeah. And then the Apple TV, I mean, I don't really want to get into that, yeah. but... Um, you know, it kind of makes a bit more sense now that we're feeding a bit more content into it rather than just having the 20 or so movies that I had in my iTunes account from, you know, the last 10 years or something. Yeah, it really does start to make more sense once you're feeding it from multiple sources. I, I, I do wish they had uh, they had Netflix integration with that app, though, because that's probably still the single most used, I you know, Apple TV app on our Apple TV. And so we're watching Netflix more than anything followed by probably Hulu, and then renting movies. Um, and, you know, we, we actually, in the last couple of weeks, bought a TV series for the first time in a long, long time. Because now that we've cut the cord and are just doing things like Hulu and Netflix, we did find a show that we couldn't stream anywhere, which is The Alienist, which is, I think, on TNT, maybe, which is a cable network here. Uh, it's quite good. Good, uh, you know, it's set in, like, 1896 New York, and it's a it's a murder mystery sort of dark, uh, almost Sherlock Holmesy sort of story, and uh, it's a it's a good good series. But we were only able to get it on iTunes, and since we've we had read the at least my wife had read the book, uh, we figured we we would pick it up and have been enjoying just kind of watching those as they become available once a week or so. Yeah, it's definitely. I think actually, like now we're kind of you know buying movies rather than waiting for them on netflix or, or what you know if it's something we want to watch we're just going to buy it or as you say maybe rent it. but it's actually making us kind of think a bit more about what it is we really want to watch and do we actually want to spend money on on certain things um you know or even just waste time you know because you know, most movies are at least like two hours now um right. do i actually want to spend two hours watching this and also spend between five and ten pound probably not so it's, it's kind of made me like step back a bit and go, no, let's just watch movies we really, really want to watch. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Plus, there's always, I don't know, a lot of those, the superhero movies will pop up from time to time on various you know, Amazon and Netflix and other outlets. So you can always rewatch them that way, too, if it's one that you don't have yet. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's kind of our plan. You know, we're, we're not going to, I think we've got like another £150 worth of credit because uh, we got kind of a good deal. Um, uh-huh. buying iTunes gift cards. So, you know, we've got a fair bit of credits out there and we're just like, well, if there's a movie on sale that we know we're going to watch or there's something we want to watch, we'll just buy it irrelevant of, of what the price is because, you know, it's it's kind of just nice to have it all in, in iTunes. Yeah, yeah. No, that's not, that's good good idea. Well, and you know, now you've decluttered a little bit, which I'm a big proponent of getting rid of just stuff that sits around gathering dust on shelves. So, uh, yeah, we see, we filled up those shelves pretty quickly. <laughs> Congratulations on jo- joining the 21st century, Rob. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> so I wanted to tell you about a little excursion I had last Friday. Um, my youngest son, who is not off to college yet and is still here and at home with us, he had the day off from school, so we decided we would do something special, and we went to a monster truck show which I have actually done once before, but hadn't done in many, many, many years. Um, and before we did that, though, we went up to a shopping mall uh, in the northwest suburbs of Chicago where they have a restaurant called Level 257, which is run by, I think it's owned by Namco. Uh, it's all Pac-Man themed. So it's, it's, there's a bunch of these type of places in the U.S. It, I, they tend to be at shopping malls, but they had 
it was an enormous, enormous restaurant. It had in the middle, it was like a bar and restaurant, and on the ends on each side, there were bowling alleys, and then kind of to the sides of the bowling alleys, there were all sorts of arcade games, and some of them were, you know, really old games like Missile Command and Centipede and Pac-Man and Galaga and I don't know, um, a lot of different things, Space Invaders, that kind of stuff. And then other ones were more recent. Uh, they had a really nice Super Mario Kart uh, game that you could play up to four people simultaneously on. That was a lot of fun. Oh, wow, that sounds Yeah, cool. and they had taken some of the, these older games. This is a new phenomenon that I hadn't seen before, where they'd taken some of these older games and retrofitted them into a new kind of modern format that, that dispensed tickets. Do you have... Is that a thing in the UK where you do arcade game certain kinds of games that spit tickets out and then you you exchange them for junky toys and, and candy and stuff? Yeah, I I have I've definitely experienced that in a couple of um like the the kind of really famous seaside towns Blackpool is yeah. one that comes to mind. Um I mean we don't have that in Portsmouth at the arcade uh, the seafront. Uh, I'm not really sure why but yeah, Bl- Blackpool definitely has that and I think I imagine there are some other places that that do it as well. So it's definitely something that that happens. Well, they they did one thing that took the fun away from tickets, which is they didn't actually spit out paper tickets. They just spewed out electronic tickets back onto your card because this was all there were no coins involved or tokens. It was all on like a little credit card type thing. You know, you put I think we each put ten dollars. We didn't have a lot of time. We just put like ten dollars each on a card and went and played games. Um, And so so the tickets ended up on this card, and then you exchanged the card for the junky toys at the end. But they had taken, for instance, Galaga and made it this, I don't know, seven or eight foot high game where you'd stand in front of it and it was enormous, an enormous screen. Huh. And then they had another one, which was Pac-Man, that you sat in a, actually sat in a chair and this screen had to have been like eight feet tall and four feet wide. It was enormous. And you played Pac-Man. That was kind of pretty cool. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Um, you, you you sent me a picture while you were there of a huge Lego pack. Oh yeah, that thing was probably seven feet tall. I would say maybe a little bit more, even maybe eight feet tall. It was it was really big. It was an enormous Lego Pac Man uh, that was in the lobby. It was a very strange restaurant because you open, you went in, and there was that at the at the ground level, but there was nothing else at the ground level. You had to go up these stairs, and it was on a second level where all the restaurant and all the games were. But, I mean, the food was kind of your typical pub-style fare. It wasn't wasn't the best, but it was fine for what we were going for there. I mean, in, a, in, one, of those, uh, in one of those very typical Twitter moments, uh, you know, I think I tweeted something about being there, like maybe a swarm or something, check-in, and immediately got someone from the Chicago area saying, I hope you're not there for dinner. I'd be like, well... Because you know, because because the food really sucks. I'm like, well, what do you think I'm here for? <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I am here for the games, but it is kind of a, of a restaurant too. So yeah, I eat the food, and I'll have to agree that it's not. It was it was good. It wasn't great, uh, but it wasn't terrible like this guy thought it was. But any event, yeah, I assume you weren't expecting too much from no, the, uh, <laughs> no, from the from, from the, the game themed yeah, restaurant. Yes, yeah, so when I went to the Pac Man restaurant, I'm not expecting to get fine cuisine, and it was more than <laughs> adequate for. For what we were doing, and um, and after that we went to the monster truck show, and that I mean yeah I saw a picture of that you tweeted of this and I was kind of a bit jealous. I don't think I've seen monster trucks for God it must I mean I must have been about seven or eight last time I saw like any kind of monster truck show. Yeah, this was at a at a at a stadium called the Allstate Arena, which is kind of out near the airport in Chicago, 
and it's not a huge stadium. Um, and they had taken the whole, I don't know, you know, the whole floor of the thing and turned it into dirt. And there was a big mound in the middle and they did all sorts of little events. Some of them were races around the outside. There was a freestyle part where they did the tricks where they would kind of go up this ramp and go up vertically and then bounce down on their tires and do all kinds of crazy stuff. One of them flipped over. The one with the uh, the bull with the horns flipped over and, and lost one of its horns, and they had to bring out a truck to turn it over and, <laughs> and haul it out all broken. There was another one that was a zombie and had zombie arms attached to the side of the truck. Oh, wow. Yeah, the, uh, the what was it, the... Uh, I think it's called the Grave Digger. The Grave Digger won every single event. Some guy from some guy from North Carolina. But it was fun. And and when they were racing around, I mean, we were close enough. We were like the third row uh, that we got sprayed with dirt <laughs> when it went around. Nice. And it was insanely loud. Even when the trucks were moving really slowly, they were so loud that it would hurt your ear. We had earplugs, fortunately. But it, yeah, I mean they get pretty noisy. Oh yeah, it's really noisy, and it's and the whole place just reeks of diesel. I mean, diesel fuel. It would. It's probably super unhealthy to be in there for any period of time. <laughs> Between the noise <laughs> and the fumes, uh, we went home and and we both smelled a little bit like you know we've been standing behind a truck for two hours, which I guess we kind of had. Um, yeah, I, I kind of get that feeling. Um, I've been a couple of times in the last few years when we go and do indoor go karts. Yeah, um, you know, and you're you're in kind of just a warehouse, and there's like twenty go karts, you know, all spewing out fumes. You think this can't be good for anybody right, it's, to it, be in here? Right, it's somewhat ventilated, but you'd hate to be the worker who was there for like eight hours and goes home every day just reeking of, of fuel. Um, oh God, yeah, yeah. It, so it was it was a lot of fun. It's. Um, I hadn't done, I, you know, it's one of those things that you could maybe do once every 10 years, at least for me. Uh, I did it when my older, older kids were really, really young and, and it was kind of just a thing to do and it was fun to do. Um, it, you know, it was really fun too, was taking slow-mo videos on the iPhone. Uh, it, I got some really right, cool, yeah. got some really cool videos, which was fun to do and, uh, shared those, nice. shared those around. So it was good. It was, uh, a good outing way to get out of the house and enjoy a, an extra day off. Yeah, well, t- talking of extra days off, um, uh, last week I kind of, sort of got snowed in, oh, sort I of. No, uh, snowed in 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 British terms. It's not snowed in like you would imagine as somebody from Chicago. Well, it was <laughs> yes, it was funny because I watched this storm, which you know, of course, I know in the UK they called it the beast from the east, right? Uh, oh yeah, it, it's very dramatic. It was very dramatic, and I I think about two days before it hit you, it had hit Federico in in Rome. Uh, and the day that it hit Rome, it was 60 degrees and sunny here in Chicago. And I actually had the window open while I was working and getting <laughs> pictures of like, I don't know. He had, I don't know. He had a lot of, he had, a, he probably had three or four inches of snow. I think he got more snow than the UK did in part, at least parts of the UK. I know they're further North in the UK. It was, it was deeper than like where you are yeah. or, or in London or whatever. But yeah, you, obviously you're not equipped for it. He's certainly not equipped for it either in, in Italy. And how many days were you kind of stuck stuck at home? Uh, it was pretty much just the one day. So on, on the Thursday, uh, I was at the office, and you know we were kind of expecting snow because it, it had done a li- maybe like ten minutes of snow the night before. Um, and when we were sat there, it was about two o'clock, and we're thinking, oh, I'm sure the snow's going to start soon. And then it just like it really came down, like just almost completely out of nowhere. It started coming down and 
like within half an hour, like trains were delayed. Uh, just wow. because the UK is ridiculous. Um, so two of the guys that get the train to work were like, right, we're going to go now to make sure we can get home. Right. Um, and then uh, I think a couple of the other guys left. And then uh, Jess kind of texts me and said, I'm finishing early. I'll come and pick you up. Which actually took her like, you know, an hour to get to me, which really <laughs> should have taken like 15 wow. minutes. Um, because once it starts snowing, everybody starts leaving, which means all the roads are, are you know, just packed with traffic. Um, and Portsmouth is pretty bad. Like, as soon as there's, like, one accident or one incident or something, like, everything just stops because Portsmouth's very tightly packed. Mm-hmm. Um, you kind of just got a lot of single lanes of traffic right. and, like, just just a lot of roads that just get packed up really quickly. So, yeah, I mean, she came and picked me up. It still took us, like, 45 minutes to get home and what should have been, like, a five- or ten-minute drive. Right. I, I was surprised to hear about the trains because... I know in Chicago, even when the roads are so bad that no one's out driving, the trains still go. And so if you can get to a train, which maybe you can't, but if you can get to a train, you can usually get somewhere. And so there's really, like when I was working downtown, there was never a reason for me not to be able to get there other than getting down to the train station, which is only about a mile away. But if, you know, there's a meter of snow, it's a little hard hard to get down there either driving or walking, but... Uh, but the trains, they get delayed sometimes, but they they rarely just come to a grinding halt, which is, I know, happened in parts of the UK and Italy and elsewhere. Yeah, it's, I, you know, it's kind of, this has been said, you know, a million times, but, you know, the UK just isn't prepared for this kind of weather right. and it isn't worth the money that, you know, the likes of you know, a place that gets a lot of snow, say Chicago or, you know, somewhere up in Canada where they get a lot of snow like you know they spend millions and millions of dollars a year right. making sure that the roads can be cleared it just isn't worth it in the UK like it's much easier to just basically shut the country down for a day yeah. wait for the snow to go away and then we all move on with our lives yeah it's kind of no different here in the south i mean because i went to school in north carolina and they weren't ready for it either i mean whenever it snows anywhere you know like i there was earlier this winter i know from talking to stephen hackett that they had a big snowstorm they had like 4 or 5 inches of snow in memphis and i asked him i was like do you even have a snow shovel and he didn't i mean he he really was completely un- unequipped <laughs> to deal with the situation and fortunately for him it only lasted a few days but uh but yeah i mean anywhere that's kind of more southern in the united states just doesn't have the equipment either and people aren't ready for it and their houses aren't really equipped for it either they're not used to the you know they're not as well insulated and all that kind of thing too oh yeah <laughs> talking about not being equipped like i i thought that you know on the the friday when you know all the snow had settled and you know we were just having a day off and i was like oh i just need to go to the shop to get something and i i looked at my shoes on the shoe rack and i, I don't have any <laughs> shoes that are appropriate for snow like i just have like a bunch of converse and vans and, and that's kind of it yeah, yeah not great not great no i have my big i have big old boots that I use when I have to go out in the deep snow, so I'm I'm always ready. Oh dear! Wow, that's uh, that's the, the the weather. We normally do the weather at the beginning. I know. Of the show. Well, see, we um, just thought we <laughs> snuck it in at the yeah, end. We'll mix it up a little bit. It's uh, I'm. It's actually quite cold here today, and I am going to a Mac Power Users outing tonight. Uh, they're doing a meetup down in in downtown Chicago because Katie and David are in town for, I think it's a lawyer tech show of some kind. You know, like a conference. Expo sure. sort of thing. Cool. It's funny because I, this has been in Chicago for years and years and years, and I never went. 
nor did I have any reason to go because I worked at such a big place where I had so little control over the technology I used that it really didn't matter what the technology <laughs> in the world was. I was just going to get to use the crippled version of Windows that I was going to be given and be happy with it, right? So, sure. <laughs> so, because David, I think when I saw him last year at this, he's like, "Do you ever go to this show? I mean, you know, you're you're interested. You you you're a technology guy. Do you ever go to this?" I'm like, no, there was never a reason for me to. Um, but it's good because he's in town, and I can see him and and Katie, and that'll be that'll be nice. Nice. Well, uh, obviously, it's a lot later for me, so I will be. I don't know, maybe watch some TV or a movie, uh, and then I'll be off to bed. All right. Well, good for you. And and don't yeah, don't stay up late uh, editing this this awesome episode. You can always do that tomorrow. Exactly. Wow. Tomorrow is Jessica Jones Day on Netflix oh, season is two. It? Oh, I, I saw oh, some. Yes. Yeah, I saw some ads for that or something somewhere. I'm, I didn't realize it was tomorrow though. Yeah, I'm, I, we're going to have to wait till Friday because we can't trust ourselves not to stay up really late watching oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, well, um, I guess we'll be back in a couple of weeks. Right. Any links will be in the show notes. Yep, sounds good. <laughs>